Flavour Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars. And Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavour Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Rass and Randy Griggs. And Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. Here's our co-host right over there, Randy Griggs, coming to you live from Lot B. Randy, and a very, dare I say, sweaty Lot B-. minus. It is Whoa. toasty out here, boy. Whoa. It is toasty. But I've got a fan going over here, so I have a little bit of uh, the air is moving. I can feel air blowing on my feet, you know, which is nice. Because I'm one of those guys, Randy, this is a weird place to start the show. But if my feet are too warm, if I'm feet, my feet are too warm or too cold, I'm, very, I'm just a totally uncomfortable person. Is that weird? Are you there, Randy? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's... Um, it's a strange thing. Me, uh, you know what makes me an uncomfortable person? When people talk about their feet. I don't like general. feet either. And actually... <laughs> I'm speaking of my feet, Randy. I am in lot B minus uh-huh. the doors all the way open. The sun is just behind the trees over there. And the only place it's shining is right on my feet. So they're very warm. Wow. You're just going to double down on the whole foot talk. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm doubling. I left the sweaty part out, but I'm doubling down on the feet. It is. It's toasty out here today. Uh, but yeah, see, Bob's on deck. He knows what's up. He feels the same way. Barry. I, Barry. My wife. My wife tried to tell me. Why do you guys call Bob Barry? Barry. Barry. <laughs> why does he go by Bob? I'm so confused. Because Barry. You know, it's all very He's confusing. He's in uh, pre- uh, witness relocation, <laughs> oh, and and I... we're actually not supposed to say this, especially since we're on the air. Uh, so I hope. Oops. I hope. They don't find him as a result of us giving away his uh, his actual identity. But thank you for that opening, Rob. And uh, for all of those of you tuning in live, please hit share. And uh, let's get some folks on here to, to hang out with us. We're doing a fantastic pairing today. I'm really excited about uh, Robbie will tell you all about it when I kick it back to him. But I'm going to go ahead and say so interesting the microclimates of the san francisco bay area that rob and i only live 15 minutes away from each other and while you're hot and sweaty with uncomfortable feet it's only 61 degrees foggy and cool at my house so yeah you are you are definitely on uh the other side not really i mean i guess technically the other side of the tunnel um but uh there is from there's a there's a tunnel that you have to drive through between the area that I live in and the area that Randy lives in. And one of them is like areas much Randy's much closer to the water familiar with the area. But once you get through that tunnel, there is like the weather is completely different. Most would I, just say there's a mountain ridge in between us. You had to focus on the tunnel. It's well, interesting. I to physically go through. <laughs> I mean, I'm not hiking over the mountain to get to. Yeah, I drive through the tunnel. It's true. It's, I can stand on my roof and see the San Francisco um, Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, I am as cool as the cool side of the pillow, and uh, and so I got to be by the water, man. I, I I like it cool, you know. Eric likes it hot, in like Arizona hot. I like it cool. That's just me. I, I hear you. I'm 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 on your side too. It got up to 89 here today, and I'm just I'm not ready for 89 yet. 
Um, but, uh, you know, whatever. It's, it's all good. Um, and we do have a pairing going. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. We're smoking, Randy, one of my favorite uh, cigars, really, from one of my favorite companies. And it's one of your favorite them, people? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Pete's a great guy. Um, but uh, speaking of great guys, Randy, let's oh, uh, nice see segue. what's going on with our boys at the Dojo Dugout. Uh, are you buried in Dogecoin? <laughs> yes. Check it out. We are buried in. Look at this. We got the real deal. Mm, look at that bad mama jamma. I I just gotta ask. But when you when you bought that, did you pay more than sixty six cents for it? <laughs> <laughs> Spent the whole thing. That single Doge co- do- Doge coin is worth a thousand Doge coins. So oh, that's I, about right. Doge Inception. Um, no, but this morning I woke up to 100 degree temperatures in Phoenix, Arizona, hopped on a plane, flew back just to be on the show tonight because I wouldn't want to miss this particular episode. I think, I think we have a good pairing on, on tap for everybody tonight. Hopefully, uh, folks on Facebook are, are joining in on the fun, but I'm excited about this one, boys. Indeed. Jordan, how about you? <laughs> yeah, I was expecting the other one. No, he's gone. We didn't let him last week. He can so. choose to, to skip uh, his turn. Yeah. We can't. I, no, we just skip, go to we me. If I'm him. not paying attention, I just go to me and get dead air. Jordan's we skipped, like... We skipped him last week, so uh, or maybe it was two weeks ago, so he's getting back at us. But... Um, that's uh, that's that's good to hear. I'm glad uh, that the the coins are treating you boys well, and we, uh, Eric, get a safe trip home. Yes. yes. Um, uh, Randy, today the pairing that we're going with, wrapping up spicy, and it's 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 interesting because I feel like we we want, we're drinking rye, and rye is is a spicier um, beverage. That's that's not really the spicy component. We're getting spicy on both sides here tonight, but. Uh, I feel like the rye that I'm drinking is actually very, very smooth and not spicy at all. But uh, the cigar that we're smoking, Randy, is the Tatuaje Black Label, which I'm very excited about. And I have not smoked a Black Label really in a while. And I don't think I've ever smoked this size before. So I am quite oh, what? quite excited. This yeah. is the size. You see how – so I don't know if you, you did the um, – if you're going to cover this when you talk about the cigar since it's – This particular what, size comes that in nipple. three different actual sizes. Uh, yeah, but but this size gets the actual black label. Well, well, like some of the some of the Tetuahe blacks also have the brown label. No, which I've which I've never understood. What did you say? No, this one just has the embossed label. The other this, yeah, this one does label. have a different label, but the yeah. others are all black. It's kind of confusing. It's yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a different black label, but it is. Well, 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 it's, well it's it's kind of, it's kind of funny to go um, from where we were last week with the Fonseca, and we had the conversation about the adornment and the exaggerate, uh, exaggerated, exaggerated, exaggerate. like <laughs> <laughs> exaggerate bands of my father. Um, that uh, and, and you know it's so funny because I, and I think Jordan falls on this side. I've heard people make the argument that you can't tell them apart because they're they're all so embossed and, and colorful, and I, I personally know those labels really well and feel like I can very easily distinguish between them. Where 
uh, Tetuaje, which comes out of the same factory there at, at my father in Esteli, Nicaragua, um, it, with Pete cigars, I don't know what what's what. Like they're all just like there's some colors sometimes, but they never say much. If anything, they just say Tetuaje, so they're all just Tetuajes to me, and uh, I like them all. But but it bums. You think I can like find it again, like those Noellas and the Capa Specials and all those? You have to like have the cello with the sticker on the outside because once the cello is gone, they all look identical. That's just my take. That's <clears throat> it's an interesting point of view. Um, do you have problems, Randy, with the color blindness? Not that I was, uh, not that I'm aware of, but I swore all the other. Tatuaje blocks that I've got, except for this Vitola, had a brown label. That's a different cigar. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a different cigar. Man. Yeah, yeah. The, the other ones that you were smoking were the brown label. And then sometimes you get them, I could swear there's some with a red label. What? Yeah, it's crazy. Those are the Havanas. Or, Those are the ones I, well, I, do, I do know about. Some of them say monster on them. I don't know what that's about. Yeah. It's really weird. Those are all different colors. Yeah. And there's different sizes of the same ones. It's just, what is going on? It's confusing. Now, Randy, it's, it's hard to keep track. I will say Tatuaje's on both sides. Like, half their line is super easy to understand, color-coded, very clean. The other half, he intentionally, you know, he's going into, like, the wine stuff. He wants it to be... You know, everything's unique and it's very hard to tell apart from each other, but it's got two different s strategies going on. Yeah, I actually had uh, another black label cigar that has the matte band, uh, and I wish I would have brought it out with me so I could show the difference. But what Randy's talking about here is, is this one, um, for those of you uh, listening on the podcast, this isn't going to do you any good, but it is a, it's, it's more shiny. It's got a, a, a sheen to it. It has some embossing. It's a black label surprisingly enough oh i got uh, one with here. Oh, oh. so oh good with you, so you this has silver writing and some and some embossing around the edges uh the others have a very there it is have just a matte no. black no, band that's you call that black yeah because the brown ones are brown it's black ah oh, see there's where the confusion lies i i look at that one and i just see that is like a slightly darker brown <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, well, guys, well, I, I need somebody else to explain it because I feel like I'm not saying the word. Do you need to like, debate in, like colors? Randy, in show? fairness, in fairness to you, uh -huh. uh, black is a slightly darker version <laughs> of brown. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thank you, Eric. I yeah. appreciate you getting get my back yeah. on that. Yeah. Absolutely. It's. Uh, I, I, I think he was he was more mocking you than, than uh -huh. having your back. But, well, well. To uh, be clear, since we've talked so much about which band is which, the Vitola that we are smoking is. The Corona Gorda, five and five eighths by forty six, mm -hmm. uh, which, as we talked about many times, is kind of in a sweet spot for uh, for one of my favorite vitolas. But uh, but that's interesting now to know that the rest of you see those matte versions as black also. So I'll I'll try and well, well, they are Randy, black. <laughs> there are there are matte bands that are brown. Yeah, and that's a different cigar. It's like nine different cigars, but yeah, keep going. It's what's well, yeah, it's a totally different blend. Uh, yeah. Correct. Um, I don't even know where to go from here. Um, <laughs> so we're smoking the tat <laughs> we're smoking the the Tatuaje Black Label. 
uh, which comes in. It's. I mean, I think it originally came out in like 2006 or 2007. Uh, it comes in a myriad of different sizes and different limited releases. And there's there's Lanceros, there's torpedoes, there's everything in between. There's a, a how do you say it? Colebra, the ones that are all tied together. Uh, I mean, you're, there's all kinds of different uh, different versions and iterations of this particular cigar. This particular blend has actually been. Um, a store exclusive certain sizes uh, several times as well. Um, <clears throat> but I think, the, Randy, the one that we're, the, the specific one that we're smoking, uh, this, per, I think this band actually uh, came out, it was, I think it's 2013, and I, I may be, uh, I may be m- misstating the actual year, but it was uh, released, Pete did them in a jar. There was a, there was a Tatuaje black label jar that was available instead of a box uh, that doubled as a humidor. And that was 2012, 2013, something like that. And I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, that that's when this particular version of the Black Label Band, which, Randy, you are correct, is much more black than the other. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, they're both black. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think you just conceded to my, my point. No, 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 you're I absolutely think. correct. This one is it's shinier. It has more of a – the others have a matte finish. So I guess if you do have problems with the colors – um, then yeah, you'll uh, you may see that as as a different color. I, I if you want to tell me that that was the charcoal label, I'll buy that. I'm not Ooh, gonna buy. It. I'm not gonna I buy like. that. I'm not gonna buy that it's brown because how about, brown how about graphite? Can we, oh, can we graphite we, slate? Yeah. yeah. Oh, slate? I can go with yeah. slate or graphite. Yeah. I, I think I think we're. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think, that's, that's on, I think we're on the same page now. Good, good, good. So um, anyway, this cigar has been around for a while. It's, I didn't even give you guys the specs on it. My bad. Let me pull those up. I'm going to guarantee that there's some Nicaraguan tobacco in this, Randy. It has a Nicaraguan sun-grown Criollo Esteli wrapper. Binder from Nicaragua. Filler from Nicaragua. <clears throat> and these are produced at the My Father uh, Cigars Factory in Randy, Nicaragua. So we could go ahead and call this a Nicaraguan puro if uh, we were so inclined, and uh, we may or may not do that for the rest of the show. I kind of like saying it because it's one of those words that I think I get the accent right and the inflection right on the word, and I, I, th- I, feel, like, I feel like I present it well when I say it correctly. But I could also go puro, you know, but I think when I go puro, I, think I, I feel like I'm saying it correctly. It doesn't sound it quite, it's not as silky as you. You're silkier than I am. I'll give you that. That's what I've been told. <laughs> That's weird. We're, Randy, we're in a weird place. We guess, just got into a weird place. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about what the uh, <laughs> help the um, the pairing that we're having today, Randy, is with. Uh, we're going with rye whiskey. Are you prepared to discuss rye whiskey at all? No, not not entirely. I do like rye whiskey, <laughs> and I can uh, I can definitely. Say that in many, many ways. How much I like uh, rye whiskey. I'm be honest. I saw this on the schedule. I knew it was the final, uh, the final uh, segment, the final episode of the spicy segment. I love rye. I love Tatuaje Black Label. I figured we could just kind of like hang out on on this episode. I, I I I was thinking, you know, I've got my book here. I was doing some reading ahead of time. I, I got to recommend this book, by the way. If anybody uh, ever wants to read more about whiskey, understand whiskey a little bit better, I have like nine textbooks on whiskey. This has got to be my favorite one. Uh, it's called Tasty Whiskey, an insider's guide to the unique pleasures of the world's 
finest spirit. Um, Can I ask a question? Yeah. Totally interrupting you, but it's, oh. it's on purpose, but not really. If you have nine textbooks on whiskey. I'm sure I do. Then how is it that you can't drink scotch? I don't like smoky. I don't like Rauch beers. I don't like. Have you um, have you read these books? Yeah. Did they discuss scotch? Oh, I understand all? scotch uh, quite well. Um, just not my thing, bro. But, that all right with you? But but <laughs> but there's so but like the bulk of scotch is not smoky. Uh, I like the bulk of scotch then. I just don't like the Eiley scotches. Okay, yeah, um, fair enough. We can move on. Sorry. Yeah, uh, but no, but but that being said, I was ready to like do this whole Discord and talk about the 51% rye and, and do this whole comparison to, between bourbon and rye and talk about the family of the American whiskeys and how they differ from Irish and Japanese whiskeys. And then I was like, you know what? It's Tetsuwa Hey Black and Rye. Like, Let's just smoke a cigar and drink a drink and uh, ha- enjoy a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> Translation, Randy did no research. R- Randy's, Randy's effectively calling in sick. Um, <laughs> or, uh, calling, or calling in lazy, either one. Yes. Uh, yeah, I was going to call in grumpy today. So, I mean, I, I'm fine with uh, if you guys want to uh, shoot the stuff and just hang out. We could do that. Uh, no, I've got I've got my my shit. dojo rocks glass here with no rocks in it, of course. Uh, I have a relatively full bottle of old Overholt 11 year straight oh. rye whiskey. I haven't that seen I that one, have. Robbie. Tell me about this, that one. This one is, uh, you know, this was sent to me. I got a couple of bottles of this uh, from a good friend of mine, and it's I think it's I want to say it, it is a. Um, they're from Western Pennsylvania. Old Overholt is Western Pennsylvania. And I believe that this particular bottle is a uh, regional release. Uh, you can find Old o- Overholt uh, rye whiskey anywhere. And it's kind of a bottom shelf whiskey. Plastic bottle, I think. Uh, plastic cap. Uh, checks in at probably like 9 or 10 bucks a bottle, something to that effect. Um, but this is their uh, highest level expression. Um, I can look a little more into it if you want me to talk more intelligently about it. But what I can tell you is I've gone through one bottle of it already. It is very, very smooth, super approachable. It's almost too smooth. And maybe that's something we could talk about because I've I've had some whiskeys recently that I think were a little bit too smooth, um, where I almost feel like, like it's it's too easy to drink. And I don't get the same vibe from it you get that you end up with the same feeling ultimately uh and and when it's too smooth you get there faster but um that's not always my goal when i'm sipping on a whiskey but uh this old overholt is uh is very very good it's born in pennsylvania apparently and made in kentucky according to the label um but 11 year uh, aged rye is not uh, very common on the market so i was uh, excited to get my hands on a couple bottles of these they run in the 70 to 80 dollar range i believe very very tasty well, I'll tell you, um, my uh, this tasting whiskey book has this uh, kind of cool uh, flavor graph. Since you mentioned uh, smoothness and the comparison, I have on my on my uh, desk here uh, four different bottles of rye that I was uh, kind of perusing and thinking about um, going after today. I was going to plan on drinking pretty heavy on the show today, um, <laughs> uh, as as I, I I realized as I was pulling out my rye bottles. I'm at the dregs of several bottles, and I was thinking, I wonder if I can just, like, finish off a few of these bottles. Like, as you can see here, I've got a uh, 
uh, barrel selection from uh, a local outfit that uh, that I'm friends with. Of the uh, so that's a single barrel select uh, Knob Creek Rye Whiskey. You've got about have, four or five shots of that left. Yeah, I've got uh, this Whistle Pig Farm Stock Rye, which honestly I'm a I like the the regular uh, Whistle Pig Rye quite a bit better. I didn't really You've got realize. about five shots of that left. Yeah, I'm gonna try and get through those, and then this one is uh, is one that I like a lot. Uh, if you guys have ever heard of Sagamore Spirit, Sagamore Spirit, uh, it's out, out of Baltimore. I had a chance to visit this place. Um, it's owned by the president of Under Armour, and he built this uh, he built this distillery across the street from the Under Armour uh, uh, headquarters as a just ridiculous spend of his wealth as just like a, a passion project. I mean, we're talking like marble walls. 50 feet high. I, it's it's this amazing freaking build out, and uh, and all they do is is rise. Uh, apparently, there was a, a period of time in history that uh, Maryland and Baltimore specifically were really well known for rye production, and they, the the water source that they have uh, there in in, uh, in Maryland has uh, is is really favorable for it, and so he wanted to kind of bring it back as it nearly. Um, has died in that area as it all kind of went down to K- Kentucky and apparently Western Pennsylvania. But this one, uh, it's called Vintner's Finish. This one was finished in uh, in red wine barrels. Oh, interesting. But then the one I decided, but I, I wanted to go with something starkly different than yours, Robbie. So I'm starting out with the uh, Angel's Envy um, finished rye. And this is finished in Caribbean rum casks. You definitely get a, a really strong sweetness from those rum casks, um, which is fairly common in, uh, especially in barrel finished um, whiskeys. But what I was going to tell you is there's this flavor graph in my book that it it, it kind of tracks all the different ryes, and some being from very very spicy to smooth and oaky to corn like. Mm. And so, like, you know, obviously with bourbon, uh, strong corn uh, flavor is such a, um, a huge part of the bourbon uh, flavor uh, mixture there. And so ju- just like we've done shows on rye, we've already kind of done deep dives on all these spirits. And so I, I didn't want to have I, I love helping create content, but having redundant content for our audience um, is just uh, self-serving, and I didn't want to do that to them again. And so, uh, so, uh, but, but, ju- just as a as a refresher, <laughs> you know, that's that's this this is quite a presentation. Keep going. <laughs> so, um, so as one of the American whiskeys, you know, you have your bourbons, which are uh, by by definition there are several uh, boxes that need to be checked for it to be considered a, a, a bourbon. It's got to be 51% corn. It can't be lower than 80% or 80 proof. It can't be higher than 190 proof. It has to be barrel aged. Um, and almost always that barrel is going to be oak. And rye is the identical, uh, like, a brother. It has all the same boxes. The only difference rye has to bourbon is that instead of being 51% corn, where the other 49 cents, um, 49 cents, 49% uh, is made up primarily of barley, wheat, and rye, in a rye whiskey, it has to be 51% rye, where the other 49% can be made up of wheat, barley, and corn. 
so it's it's just an it, inverted uh, a number. Obviously, uh, rye is really well known for adding some additional textures and uh, and flavor contributors, spiciness, silkiness, uh, uh, smooth character is really well known um, uh, as from the ingredient rye and that goes for uh, beer and whiskey alike. You know, if you ever get a chance to have a rye beer, uh, uh, you'll notice that it has that silkier texture and has that more spicy uh, bite to it than you're going to get typically from uh, from barley or wheat. So um, it, it is just kind of interesting because not all ryes are going to be super <laughs> spicy. That? That's a little snort for you. <laughs> a little snort. That was that was pretty good. I, it, was, it was aggressive. It was aggressive. I, but he just powered through it, so I was just going to let it go. I, I, I've never. Randy, I did it I've intentionally. What are you talking I've, about? I've known you. I've known you for a long time, man. That was the first a little snort. I, was there was there was snort almost like a snort <laughs> snuffle, like a, sh, a snuffle there, S- something that was this, that was this, it. This is what you, what you uh, get when I'm like, you know what? We're just gonna go more casual today. Yeah, yeah, like I, I yeah, love I love I, I love that you showed up with 16 ounces of of whiskey. You're like, yeah, I can just get through this during the show. If uh, Randy, if you drink all that whiskey, we are going to have to call an ambulance <laughs> because that is enough to get all of us. Uh, alcohol poisoning, not just you. So, yeah, uh, I, yeah. Okay. I, I, I approve of you tasting all of them. I, I don't yeah, think it's yeah. that much, Robbie. I think you're. <laughs> you said you said that one bottle had five shots in it, and like no, I thought like two. Like, yeah, three. I mean, uh, no, little, you're, the, you're, those are, you're, our shots yeah, are a little different. You're, yeah. Well, but, yeah. I mean, well, my shots are three ounces. All right, boys. Yeah, that's uh, so, Jordan and no, I. Uh, okay, your, oh, shots yeah. are, your shots are three ounces. Jordan and I are going the Old Forester Rye, which is a do. really, really good uh, twenty-four dollar rye. If you see this in your so, local shop, you should buy it. It's one of the better ryes out there, Old Forester. And check this out, though. Look what came to the studio. This is not a rye, but I have to show it. This comes from Patrick Larkin. It's a. Uh, oh. Oops. Sorry. It's a uh, it's his own uh, blend. Uh, Jordan, you want to describe that bad boy? This thing, apparently, it's like a thing that people do, but it's it's Old Forester 1910 and Old Forester 1920 mixed, and then so he's had this mixed for three weeks. He said, and then somehow he got a hold of like I think there's a place where you can like buy the actual labels, and it's Whoa. like it's like actually packaged up. Like when I got it. I was like doing research, like what is this? Because it doesn't seem like something that they would release, but like it's like packaged up like a real bottle, and uh, we haven't tried it yet. But Patrick Larkin, cool. thank Patrick you. Larkin. So I have questions, Patrick. Like, <laughs> do you you just questions. made this yourself? Like, how did this? Yeah. I, I need to know how this happened. Well, apparently, it's like a, such a thing in whiskey groups that people do mm. that it became like like there's a like an Etsy shop or something where you can like. You buy like the labels, and they send them to you, and Smart. you like package it up. That's cool. That that's like that's the kind of stuff you have at like your wedding. Yeah. Or, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's awesome. I didn't realize you could do that. Super that's, cool. I, this this is what you guys are all gonna get for Christmas. Thank you. In advance. Not for me. I mean, maybe, <laughs> oh. Hopefully for somebody else. I, it's not gonna be. That's much too much. That's way too much of a time commitment. But that's that's really cool, man. I didn't realize that you could do that. Patrick, I'm gonna send you a a, a Facebook message and, and try to uh, try to figure out how to. I yeah, need to make this happen. one of those bottles off of him. No, I, I want to make some of my own. Oh, okay. Well, and, you know what? Actually, Patrick, if you if you're tuned in, uh, I believe there's a box leaving your house for Lot B this week. If 
one of those bottles happened to make it out to California, I promise I would think very, very strongly about sharing it with Rob. So, <laughs> Patrick, don't, don't send anything. Drink it yourself, man. Enjoy it. Randy's full of it. That's it does, true. Although a, That's true. A, a couple of shots of whiskey does make his golf game a lot better. You know what? That's not even fair. I, I was I was so excited about my, the front nine the other day. I started drinking margaritas on hole ten, <laughs> and my and my I, my my game, my game went apart. to crap. Yeah, it was well, terrible. It's, like, it's, all, can, it's can... all about moderation, baby. All about moderation. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. That's such a great story. You you were crushing it on the front nine. You rewarded yourself with seven margaritas. And what happened? No, my game went to shit. It's weird. I I I, I thought it was time to celebrate. I, I, I jumped the gun, but uh, but that being said, I actually have a shout out since since we're we're giving shout outs to our audience. I want to say a heartfelt congratulations to one Mr. Tanner Cole. Oh, who, baby, baby um, Cole uh, ushered in his uh, his a, new baby into the cheers. family this week. Cheers to you, Tanner. Yes. Cheers, congratulations. Yeah, that we, baby uh, was conceived behind Dojo Studios. That's a dojo baby. That's a dojo. That's baby. a fact. Yeah. that is a that is a Rocky Mountain uh, dojo baby. Oh, hey, uh, Randy, do you mind if I quickly talk about Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest just for two minutes? I would love for you to because I haven't read any of the important stuff that I need to know about it, so I can find out about it too. Okay, yeah, so guys, us, it's all us. set up. Uh, Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest is August. Uh, what is that? Twenty eighth. Uh, that's the Saturday in uh, – let me make sure. I don't want to say anything wrong here. But, um, yeah, so August 28th is Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. Uh, get your tickets. I think they go on sale the, – the main ones go on sale on the 8th of May, I believe. But the important part of all of this is the dojo party is the 26th. That's the Thursday prior uh, to that. So um, I do have a room block uh, set up for you guys through our good buddy John Parker at the Aloft Hotel, and you can get that information on the group that Bill Powers set up on Dojoverse, which is Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest or Bust. If you join that group, you'll see the um, itinerary, and the itinerary goes something like this. Uh, Thursday, Dojo Party. It's invite only, so you got to make sure that you're you know, a Dojoverse guy and you let me know you're coming. Uh, we'll make sure that uh, you're cool to come on that Thursday night to here at the Dojo Studios. Then Friday night, there is a party at the Aloft. That's a dojo party at the Aloft Hotel in Broomfield, which is the room block that we have set up. Uh, super cheap rooms on a really nice hotel. By the way, uh, hotel is excellent. Uh, we have a party there. And then Saturday is Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest at the Omni Interlochen Hotel in Broomfield, Colorado. Huge, massive uh, cigar event. Uh, that goes down, and then after that, there's an after party at the same hotel, the Omni on Omni Interlochen Hotel. So that's four, boom, four events in three days. It's a ton of fun. If you want to be a part of it, just make sure to be on the Dojoverse. Go join that group called Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest or Bust, and you can get the links to the hotels and all of the other information that you'll need. Mm. Eric. Quick question. Yes. Um, I was actually just checking in uh, this Tatuaje Black Label on the Dojoverse, um, and I wasn't listening. Can you say all of that again? Sure. <laughs> so, uh, no, we'll do that after the show. Uh, so, that, all that being said, you missed one part of the itinerary uh -oh. is you got to bring your uh, – we get pretty competitive. 
oh, at, the, at the dojo party. The cornhole. We've got, flip, we've got cornhole. We've got flip cup. Randy's trying to beat everybody at everything, and he's only moderate <laughs> at any of those things. And and I, I look forward, like, this is a great trip. If you're watching this show, if you enjoy Flavor Odyssey, if you have not made it to Rocky Mountain and to the Cigar Dojo pre-party, uh, you have not lived. It is finally upon us, may I just say. The world is returning. We get to go and do this again. I hope to see everybody tuned in out in Colorado. By the this, way, uh, Randy, uh, the September? the official oh, yeah. name, the official uh, name huh. for the dojo pre-party is uh, Docello. Mm. Docello. It's the Docello. Do-cello. It's, Do-cello. it's, it's the Docello. It's a Docello festival, right, Jordan? Do-cello. Is it Docella or Docello? No, it's Docello. Docella. Like same thing, it's the same thing as Coachella, but there. Dochella. So, but Dochella. So, there? <laughs> so, so will we? Will there be musical acts? Eric, will the, you be breaking out the uh, the acts? We could plan for uh, us. We could maybe do that. I don't know, but I can tell you this: there'll oh, be uh, food. Randy will be cooking again. Randy and Matt uh, made some incredible barbecue last time. This time we'll try to uh, keep the uh, uh, the amount of food down to the, a reasonable <laughs> level. Uh, there's there'll be uh, beer and all that kind of fun stuff. That's just like a, a six to midnight kind of fun party, and then um, yeah. So so look forward to uh, Docello. 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 There's there's uh. there's shotgun beer competitions. There might be keg stands. I don't know. It's a rumor. There's definitely keg stands. Uh, yeah. Who, who knows who might show up? The whole industry. You know what? Uh, another like real life plug. If if you're considering going, if you haven't been before, the whole industry comes in for this event. It is one of the top cigar festivals in the country. Everyone I've ever met in this industry always references it as the. You know, 1A, 1B, you know, top three, Mount Rushmore, however you want to frame it. It is one of the best festivals out there. So the whole industry comes in. Great opportunity to mix it up with uh, with our good friend Pete Johnson's usually out. Nick and Saka. Everybody's out there. So we'd love to see you guys out there. So kiss up to Eric and Jordan. Make sure you get on on the invite list and uh, cannot wait. That's uh, it, it is a great event. I've attended it as uh, I've attended it both ways as as like a, oh, a fan. Oh. Hey, hey, no. oh, hey, hey. As as like a consumer. I've been there as a consumer, as a fan. And I've also been there, you know, as that Randy, that was the first time we met when I was out there with uh, we met in person. We, right. we decided instead of driving 20 minutes, we wanted to fly to Colorado to meet. Uh, in person, and that was the first time we met. Now, what I can say, and Eric, I hope that you're okay with me letting this out of the bag uh, for this year. Um, I, I guess the flip cup and all that last year got a little out of control. So <laughs> if any, if anybody is a little bit worried, you know, being around, uh, Randy can be kind of a bull in a china shop mm-hmm. uh, type of thing. So yeah. there is, no. there will be a rather large uh, tranquilizer gun there. <laughs> To uh, to make sure that Randy is under control at all times. So, I like I like so, yeah. the party. <clears throat> what can I say? Oh. So yeah, so so have no trepidations. He will be no. he will be under control. And, you're you're and, gonna and, you're gonna keep me on a short leash. Is that what you're telling the people? Uh, I, I I'm bringing the I'm bringing this the this this gun. I hope Eric is okay with it. Uh, <laughs> you could you could crazy man. You could, I like you. But you're crazy. Crazy. Nice. Well done. Yeah, that's that's actually very very true. That's that's <laughs> wow. That's a perfect perfect analogy. Um, I, I I don't know where to go from here, Randy. What do you got? What's next? Well, there is one way we could go from here. 
Jordan? We are finally here. Tomorrow is Thursday, May 6th. The Drew Estate Freestyle Live event is finally upon us. Tomorrow, Drew Estate will be releasing the newest ultra-premium limited cigar and giving away some of the most amazing prizes we have ever seen given away. I mean, they're giving away dirt bikes. Can you believe it? Dirt bikes. Head to DrewEstate.com forward slash Freestyle Live 2021 for details and experience the rebirth of cigars. Smoke in where you can find courteous and knowledgeable staff with over 600 of the world's brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick-and-mortar locations or visit them online at smokein.com today. Well done. Nice. Well done. That, was like a that. that was a quick one, and I liked it. It was, it was tight. Yeah. Very, Very tight. surprising Cons for tonight, yeah. you know. <laughs> What, Give I was ready. <laughs> well, that too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. I give that one a seven point five. That was uh, pretty high. Go. There's, there's no fluff. There's no superfluous. You know, you know, mentions. It was like, it was like I said. You know, I'm not trying to be all big and, and grandiose today. I'm just like hanging out, enjoy, enjoying the week, enjoying a, a cigar and a and a whiskey with some of my best friends. How would you and, rate that one, Robbie? I, you know, I like it. It was, it was a very meat and potatoes kind of read, Randy. Yeah, I dig yeah. that. It's, it's like, it's the way I like to watch football. Like you get in, you just get good blocking and really just you run right up the gut, right off tackle. Boom. 70 yard touchdown. That's, that's Ooh. what that was. In between Nailed the tackles, it. baby. Yep. Yeah. You gotta, yep. You got to keep it in between the tackles, block well. Everybody knows their assignments, and you're done. <laughs> Take it to the house, baby. I, like I wish I had my Robbie's Tactician analogies here. button right now. <laughs> I, but that was perfect, was it not? That's Everybody did their job. I, I, rem, I actually remembered this time, which was weird. I pitched it to Randy, and we're not even next to each other, but he felt me kick him under the table to know that that's what I was doing. And see, it's like we've been doing this for years. It was a well-oiled machine. Well done, everybody. And now it's quiet, dead air. That's you know, I was Thanks, saying, Randy. Great, great job just, uh, on, on Jordan's part for picking up the cue. I'm, I'm, I'm really mm -hmm. pleased with it. That's when you were supposed to give your rating. Oh, me? But, you know. I would give it a, uh, I would give that, it was short, and I liked it. I'm going to give it a 7.9. I'm going to give it a 7. Mm. Mm -hmm. Wow, I didn't know we could go yep, in, into that level of decimals. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. You could have okay. gone 7.96, I think. Like, sure. <laughs> yeah. I, we need to go 3D, at least. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, we're, if, we're being, if, we're, if we're being real about it, you know, you, you've got to do it. Um, All right. So, so we can talk about this yeah, parent. Do we want to? Yeah, or, I was just going to say. Do you want to draft, maybe? I mean, we can go no, a lot of different directions. No, no. Point. Nobody wants to talk about the draft. No. I, Especially I, not I the love Denver fans. I love what the 49ers did, but uh, Denver Denver is going to have uh, Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback, so yeah. they're going to be just fine. Um, this pairing for me, Randy, it's actually I'm I hate to say it, I'm a little bit underwhelmed. Well, and I think it's interesting. Let's, so let's get I want to get into this uh, this question that I had about things that are a bit too smooth. This rye on its own, 
I really enjoy it. And I've tried pairing it with a couple of cigars and I've had I've I've been left the same feeling. It's a fantastic spirit. Very, very good. But it doesn't have the bite, I think, to hold up to cigars. Wow. Or at least the stuff I've tried to pair with it. This the I'm getting you know, some spice out of both. It's a different kind of spice, though, really. I'm getting more of a, a sweeter cabinet spice, excuse me, from the rye. And I'm getting more of a black pepper, uh, papine kind of spice from this uh, Tatuaje Black, which is actually smoking very, very smooth as well. Um, this is probably the best pairing I've had with this particular rye. Um, but I think that this one, and I, I, I would feel the same way about Angel's Envy because I've tried that with a couple, and it's just too smooth and too sweet to really pair with most of the stuff that I've tried. I'd almost want to take that Angel's Envy rye and pair it with um, maybe a not-so-spicy Connecticut. I feel like that would be a nice a nice little uh, a little area to be in, and maybe that's just because I, I drink too much brown spirits and my palate's deadened to them. I don't know. Um, I'm, I would still give this a thumbs up, but it's, it's not enthusiastic. It's a bit more of a... Mm trepidatious thumbs up okay. if you will do we have uh, i don't know if we have a graphic for that but uh well i, well, I, I yeah, do that's, find that's it where i'm at we are first... we are we are coming up with a graphic but you guys just go ahead and talk a little bit and then we'll show you the graphic in a second <laughs> can't, oh, wait. can't wait yeah, yeah. uh so it's 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 interesting to me how you did your pairing and then you tried to do my pairing uh as well which, hmm. which uh, was it is was that really... actually what you're drinking you named five five whiskey so i wasn't oh, sure yeah. which no, no, no. i'm 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 on the angel's envy i went with the sweeter uh one now i i would tell you well the, well this angel's envy finished right uh important they they, they mostly look the same um so this one is much sweeter it definitely has that that um that rum sweetness to it in a finish but but i think it really does have a very uh, solid undertone of spiciness, hmm. but to be honest, what I'm really enjoying about this pairing is the sweet and spicy. And yeah. we started we started this whole segment off knowing that sweet and spicy is a pretty common uh, uh, combination of uh, flavor pairings. And this, and what's funny is we tried to do two sweet and spices. This is the best sweet and spicy that we did all uh, for this segment uh, for for my palate at least. Because you get that sweetness, it does have some some of the spice. It's got a lot of oak, and then you've got uh, a, this cigar has this very strong black pepper. It's got uh, a lot of like that cedar, oak, woody uh, notes to it as well. It's uh, it's kind of the cigar is kind of bright for me, and so it doesn't get run over by the sweetness at all. It, it's punchy enough that it cuts right through, even though on on this rye it does leave kind of kind of that sweet. Um, coating on the palate so it lingers longer than uh, some of the other ryes that I could have chose here. Um, but I think the brightness and the black peppery character of the cigar is the perfect pairing to kind of cut through some of that sweetness and really have some pop on the palate. Uh, so to me, this is a, a significant thumbs up, uh, a big one, big, strong <laughs> one. Wow. And it's it's stuff. it's interesting though that Randy, you say this is we've done, and, and and we could be splitting hairs here, right? Like we've done two pairings that were intentionally sweet and spicy, right? We yep. did the uh, I've got it pulled up here. We did the uh, the Buena Cosecha, uh, the Buena Cosecha, and uh, the Belgian saison. So we went with the the cigar on the sweeter side and the spicy beer, and then we went with the LFD Lajero spicy strong cigar with dr pepper there's no question that dr pepper is sweet 
I think both of those better those both of those pairings were better than this. And I think the best expression of sweet and spicy that we had was that first one. That first pairing, and if memory serves, we both loved it, the Buena Cosecha and the Belgian Saison. That was, it was a bit more unique for me. Uh, and again, maybe I'm just splitting hairs. This is a pairing that I would do every day and twice on Sunday, whatever that means. I know that's a phrase. I don't really understand it. Um, but I say it, which maybe I shouldn't if I don't know what it means. <laughs> but... Um, Actually, I first I first heard that in uh, A Few Good Men. Fantastic, fantastic film. Like, maybe the most quotable film of all time, uh, in my opinion. But um, somebody says, I, you know, if I, if I had to pick a, a, a trial lawyer, I'd pick you every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Um, so I, I've used that phrase, but I don't really know what it means. Anyway, good pairing. But I think the, the initial one that we did of Sweet and Spicy was, was better with, with the sweet component coming from the cigar. Uh, I uh, on sidebar. Okay, uh, I respect your opinion. I did. Do you? That. I don't feel like you do. No. Do, what did you give? <laughs> no, it, I'm not giving. I'm not giving it a thumbs down. I'm giving it a thumbs up. It's just not uh, as. Ex- uh, just, it's, it's not a, as exuberant as uh, Randy's. Uh, yeah, a, a wimpy little half thumb. Yeah. Um. But the. Uh, well, no, I totally respect your opinion. I. I. You're right. We both did kind of gush over that. Uh, that first pairing. I think. Uh, anyone it was that more follows. Unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone that follows the show probably knows that uh, Belgian Saison is one of my favorite beer styles. And Buena Cosecha and Agnorsa Corojo is one of my favorite um, uh, uh, cigars and blends and tobaccos in general. So, I mean, it's, it's not saying a lot to say that I love that pairing. This one, to me, really, like, has umph. It has punchiness, you know. If 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 you had someone that wasn't sure that, like, I've talked to people about doing the show and and, and stuff, and you know, there's there's plenty of people that say, oh, you know, I don't get all that. It just tastes like tobacco to me, or you know, it just tastes like whiskey to me. I don't need to taste the rye versus the corn, and like, I'm not interested in all that. It just tastes like whiskey, and that's good enough, and that's fine. But but I think for someone that like that that doesn't necessarily like to sit in 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 you, you know uh. uh get all waxed poetically about their pairings like you and I do. I think this is one that you could guide someone towards and have them be like, Whoa, you know, that is, that is a punchy, like spiciness is undeniable spicy, sweet kind of playing off each other on the palate. Just so, it's so undeniably like, like impactful. It's a very high impact pairing. Um, and so, uh, so, so for for that reason, I think this is uh, I think this is a great pairing. I'm 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 really enjoying this, and uh, I totally respect that you prefer a different one. But I, uh, what I will the one ahead. thing I will say though, I, as I cut you off, as I usually no, do, no, Randy, I, I apologize for this off air a lot, and so I'll apologize on air because I don't want people to think I'm a dick. Uh, but uh, a total, you're I, a dick. I, oh, I, I totally am. I absolutely am. It's just, he just, just doesn't want people to think that. <laughs> no, I, I really should just every, every hat that I have should just say I'm a dick right across here. Yes. It would it would be pretty sweet. And actually, if someone makes that hat for me, I will wear it every time on the show. I'm seven and three eighths, by the way. If if you oh, want to go ahead God. and make that hat, <laughs> uh, black with orange lettering, I'm in. Pink? Um, no pink. But uh, I was I, say, he oh, or pink, pink yeah. Too, yeah. I mean, that or, would or, really play up what it's saying. Actually, you know? no, no, go go pink with a white lettering. That would be even better. Pink hat. I'm into that big time. Dojo logo on the front. That'd be sweet. Um, Randy, Randy, what I was going to say was I bet that the pairing that they're having in Colorado is a stronger thumbs up than either of ours because I've had that whiskey. Mm. And if I was drinking that whiskey right now, I would be 
it would be a rabid thumbs up for me, channeling my inner Cujo. But uh, it would be it would be more of a spice spice comparison as opposed to a sweet and spicy. Mm. I I have to say I'm not jazzed about this particular pairing. Um, there's something about the mm. the intense flavor of this Old Forest Rye, which I love. And there's nothing wrong with th- this cigar. I, I've smoked this many, many times, and I love this cigar. But together, it sort of takes away something from the cigar, Jordan. I don't know what it is. I think it, it numbs. It sort of numbs some of the subtle flavors of the cigar. So you only get, like, the, the outsides of the flavor. And so I would have to give this a thumbs down. Mm. Mm. Really? Uh, yeah. I, I'm... I'm kind of like where Robbie's at, where like I just had such high hopes for this pairing, and for for whatever reason, yeah, um, it's just, it's a little less than I expected. Um, it's just that the cigar is so much black pepper. It's not, a, it's not in the, it's not in the retro. It's, it's like a dull, fresh cracked black pepper on your tongue, and it's, it's kind of dark and muted and dry, and that's just kind of throwing the pairing off for some reason. Um, like it should work, but like, and I I don't have a full explanation as why it's not working, but like, kind of where you were coming from, like it's it's just not clicking. Like I was wanting a little more brightness from, like some sort of a pretzel dough kind of a thing from the cigar, and I didn't get that. And uh, I think this is what you'd say is I I I think that the the rye is kind of overrunning the cigar yeah. a bit. Oh. The, I mean the rye is spot on, and the cigar is just not holding up to it. Today. That's that's so weird. I feel like th- there's so you what you're drinking is much spicier yeah. than, nope. than what I'm having. I mean, you guys have never had well, as far as I know. Now, this Old Forester Rye isn't isn't too spicy. It's very bourbon-y. It's, well, it's it's I mean, not the the rye itself, but not the spiciness. Of, I'm I'm not saying this right. It's it's um it's more abrupt on the palate. Does that make sense? It's viscous. It's it's it hits the palate harder, I think, than this one does. This is much smoother mm. than, yeah, than not, what uh, okay, yeah, than yeah, what you guys not, are drinking. It's so more it, like punchy, yeah. There's there's probably something in between what you and I what well Randy is on board, so I, I don't know what's going on with his palate, but um there's there's something <laughs> I like I love, Rye. I, 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 I like love you, man. Cigars. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> um I, I just I have a lot of angst right now. I'm like a I'm like a, a an early late 90s emo band and i just have to put it somewhere and so i'm putting it on you um wow <laughs> robbie's analogy wait did you say uh, emo yeah oh yeah instead of yeah. emo that's yeah. what he said i said emo i always go emo uh, emo oh. it's it's it was more your generation than mine i was older i'm looking back at it but i, I think that i i want something probably as far as the rise concerned in between the two this cigar is a lot smoother than i remember it being and I think that's so. When you guys talk about this punch of spice, that it's it was I was getting that at the beginning, but right now it's smoothed out. Like this is a really damn good cigar. It is super super balanced. I remember it being much stronger on the spice side of things than it is that I'm smoking now. And maybe it's because it's a different. Uh, <laughs> you said emo. I did. Um, well, you know, a you lot of people are... pronounce it like emo, right? I, I actually don't care. <laughs> <laughs> 
just to be just like I'm just being real. Like I really don't I'm just care. I'm stuck you there. Know, like, I, 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 I took my niece though, to that... I, I took my niece to uh, what's what's the uh, the band that was uh, that sounds like Panic at the Disco and I can't think of their name. Death Cab Fall for Cutie. Uh, Fall Out Boy. Yeah, oh, okay. I took my my niece to <laughs> Fall Out Boy concerts. So I I was there and I enjoyed it. I sang along with the songs. I still like them. I called it EMO. What are you gonna do? I li- it's I a like Wednesday. It. I've had too much rock. If it's if it's you know, it's, I like it now that I know that it's intentional. I I dig it. I, I think it's I think it's interesting though, Rob, that that you, that you refer to this as smooth because I think I I loved Jordan's um, uh, uh, note on this because we do talk so much about the spicy character of tobacco being more prevalent in the retro hail, where uh, I I think it was a perfect description, fresh, correct pepper right on your palate like this yeah it's it's heavier yeah it's heavier than it is punchy Mm. so Mm. it's almost it's almost like it's not like that that esteli black pepper that that blast that you get that clears out your sinuses that was there at the beginning and that's kind of a pepine trait but it's it's mellowed out significantly since then and now it's more like like kind of sucking on a black peppercorn as opposed to like a bunch of black pepper Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's to me, it's it's a bit, it's just a bit smoother than that. It's more of a flavor than a spice. Mm. It's it's got a, there's a, there's an there's a big earthy flavor to this cigar. Yeah. But it's smooth as far as the way it sits on the palate. It's not like it's not as somebody said punchy earlier. I don't remember if they were talking about the whiskey or the cigar, but it's not as punchy as I remember it being. Mm. And maybe that's just because I've I'm. When, I haven't smoked it in a while, so and it's, I felt the same way about the LFD Double Ahero. It wasn't as punchy as I remember it being. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that one makes uh, a lot of sense. Is you, you made the point on the show is when that came out, um, that was you know that was a stick. It was yeah, yeah. That was, was early. That was before is, everything was Ahero driven. Strength. You could almost right? say it they was, invented the Double Ahero idea. I don't know if they did, and somebody will argue with me. I'm sure, but uh, this is why they popularized it. Yeah, it was. It's, this is the one that's it's lasted the longest, and and I mean that cigar has been around for what over a decade, at least. Um, so I mean, you're talking about the the palate, the American palate's changed so much, and by American palate, I guess I'll just talk about my own because I don't know what everybody else tastes. But like my palate has changed so much since the first time I smoked that cigar, and since the first time I smoked this, that it, this isn't the spice bomb that it used to be. And we've used this analogy before, Randy, when we talk about uh, Sierra Nevada. Their pale ale, when it first came out, was like hop. It just hop, like apocalypse. It just blew up in your mouth. It's like, oh, my God, what is this that I'm drinking? And now it's like meh because, you know, we just get so used to it. Um, Desensitized. Right. Desensitized. Perfect way to describe it. But speaking of meh, I got to thank Patrick Larkin because from now on, if you're going EMO, I'm going Islay. Uh, scotches. <laughs> speaking of Patrick Larkin, speaking of Patrick Larkin, he sent us a, a video uh, from oh the last Rocky Mountain. Yo, may bury me with an enemy in my cavalry. You can stab me on a pyre and soak me down with whiskey. Roast me to a black and crisp and throw me in a pile. I can really give a shit. I'm going out in style. You can take my in the fabric from me. <laughs> no. 
anybody could take on the whole table, and you have to go up against half the half of the team is no good. <laughs> uh, look at Randy. Randy's in his element. <laughs> and there's Juan. Look at Juan. Is, is that Juan's belly? Yeah, jeez. Oh, my God. Oh, no, it's a shadow. It's oh, a shadow. Jeez, I thought his belly was hanging out. <laughs> yeah, he's almost got this. He's almost going to win, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, uh, no, no, he missed that one. Oh, he, oh there he goes. <laughs> and, and that's when he got he got really spicy. After that, it was all downhill. And, 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 that's, and, and that is why there will be a high dose <laughs> of um, tranquilizer dart gun on hand <laughs> yeah. just in case. All right. I, 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 do have, I do have some show information for okay. the audience before we start to uh, wind down here. Uh, Before this, this disintegrates, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we are having a great time on on the, uh, season three, wrapping up the third segment here, uh, and we have yet again some scheduling turbulence ahead. As uh, as uh, Cigar Dojo will be heading out on the road to cover the Tobacco Plus Expo. Uh, next week in Las Vegas. So we will be, uh, it'll be a travel day for us on Wednesday. So we will not be airing live next Wednesday. Uh, if we can find a comfy place to sit, we could uh, uh, potentially go on there and play a rerun uh, of one of our shows and we can jump on there in the uh, chat with you guys. But we will be off next week as we'll be traveling. But please stay tuned in on Facebook. There's going to be tons of coverage all week long. Uh, it, it'll be me and the guys out there uh, covering the expo, talking to, to the folks. It's the first uh, live trade show for the industry since COVID hit. Uh, so we're pretty excited about that. The following week, uh, we all have some uh, other travel arrangements. And so we're actually going to be taking the next two weeks off and then coming back with the rest of season three's segments, hopefully uninterrupted from there. And uh, but but I can tell you while we were doing the show tonight, I came up with this great idea. You said which you said a movie, and and I realized what a, few a good cool. Men. Uh, oh yeah, you, you mentioned a few good men. What if we did a wild card episode? Everyone think on this. We'd love to hear from the audience, a, guys. A dramamine pairing? No, I was gonna say a uh, a movie pairing, a movie and cigar pairing. We'll, we'll pick a movie, and everybody can come on with a different cigar, and say. Why they paired that cigar with that movie? Just That's an a good idea. One. That's a good know. one. It's just a thought. Um, so we will be moving on. We have already covered sweet. We have covered fruity, and now we are finishing up spicy. We are going to come back next week. No, in two, <laughs> three weeks. Three <laughs> weeks. <laughs> in three weeks with the earthy. Segment. Ooh, that's tough. Earthy. Uh, so we'll be focused on on pairings with the beverage or the cigar, bringing an earthy uh, component. Did uh, we Robbie and I earthy? Are... No, we did earthy already. We, did we earthy. started with earthy. Started oh, with earthy. Randy. Yeah. Randy, which is which is why we drank that stupid matcha. That matcha cocktail. highball. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Roasty is what I said. Roasty. Toast, roasty. <laughs> roasty. Yeah, toasty. We, we, the roasty episode. I apparently have these in the wrong order on my uh, Trello board. Uh, so we will be coming up with a roasty pairings. And so uh, Rob and I will get together. We'll plan that out. We'll get those out. So over the two-week hiatus, you will have plenty of time to get your cigars and your pairings in order for the big return of Flavor Odyssey Season 3. Hey, guys, uh, before we sign off, 
I'd like to know just as a fan of the show, because I like I basically just I watch play along with you guys. What did we learn from Spicy it, Robbie in a few a paragraph or whatever? Like, what are your thoughts on spicy combinations? What should you do? What shouldn't you do? What did you learn from this segment of the Odyssey? I think <clears throat> some and thank you for asking that question, Eric. That's a very good question. Uh, normally, I would say something like that to buy myself time to answer it, but I actually already have my answer in my head. I'm ready to go. I was totally prepared for this question, but <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. Honestly, I think when you start talking about, no, really, when you start talking about spicy, I think contrasting pairings are the way to go. Mm. Spicy with sweet uh, really, really works. And we did it intentionally and we did it unintentionally. And I think that is really what goes the best. I mean, we went with, I'm, I'm looking back, we did the Buena Cosecha and the Belgian Saison, which was intentionally sweet and spicy. And that was two thumbs up. We went with LFD Lajero and Dr. Pepper, intentionally sweet and spicy, two thumbs up. We went with Fonseca and the Cabernet Sauvignon, which was, we were really just trying to ride that wine if you will. There is a Napa wine train. I've never been on it, but they take you to different wineries, apparently. Uh, check it out. Napa wine train, I imagine, .com. I don't know. Um, not affiliated with the show. But uh, if you don't like it, that's okay. Um, <clears throat> but that pairing just didn't quite work. Uh, this one, we ended up, as far as I'm concerned, we kind of went spicy and with a... Like, the reason this worked was the sweet and spicy for me. Uh, there was a sweetness coming from the rye. I get that vanilla and which I mean, I guess we could call that oak. It depends on how you want to talk about it. That vanilla, especially in the aroma, the aromatics of like when I just take a sniff of my glass, when you're, when you're getting ready to sip out of your Dojo Rocks glass, available at CigarDojo.com, I believe, you, you really catch that sweetness off the nose. I don't get a lot of the... Sometimes you can catch <clears throat> that, that, uh, that aroma of just sheer alcohol, that, that, that striking aroma. I just get a ton of sweetness, a ton of vanilla off this. And when I'm puffing with this cigar that has a, a more spicy element to it, that sweet and spicy really balances out for me. So it's, I feel like if you go spicy, spicy, you're going to run into some problems potentially. But if you go spicy and sweet, as long as your, I think your uh, intensity is really important when you're talking about a spicy pairing. If you're going with a spicy and sweet, if your intensity and the spice match each other, you're really going to find something that, that works pretty well. Uh, Randy, what do you think? Yeah, no, I, I like what you said there about the contrasting. I think um, I think you can overdo it with spice. I think they could almost um, to a point where they um, they counteract each other if you do too Just much spice. shock, right? Right, right, exactly. And you don't actually get uh, the nuances of spice. To me, one of my big takeaways was the conversation that uh, seemed to be recurring through the first uh, few episodes of identifying spicy. Uh, you know, are you talking peppery spice? Are you talking cabinet spice? Are you talking black pepper? Um, you know, so so really putting more of a vocabulary to how you describe spice, how you think about spice, I think really plays a lot into where you're finding those connections, where you're finding those flavor hooks. Um, and so for, for me, that was kind of my big takeaway uh, in general. What did you think, Eric? Uh, All right, that was a big, that was a big uh, guzzle of, uh, yeah, yeah. of Topo I'll, Chico I'll, there. Eric. I'll just uh, throw that back to uh, somebody no, else. I, <laughs> so 
I'm a fan of Go spicy ahead. in the sense of cabinet spices. That's mm-hmm. where I like to. I, I, that's where I like my home, the Habano sort of flavors, those kind of like cinnamons and and uh, nutmegs and that kind of stuff. I like that. I prefer that over the, the black pepper and the red pepper and all those peppers. Me, just, just me personally. So if I'm going to go in the spicy realm, if I want to go down that spicy path, I look for cigars that are spicy in the sort of spice cabinet variety as opposed to the pepper variety. Jordan? I I, I totally agree. Uh, and looking back on the last four episodes, I think I gave three thumbs downs. <laughs> so I guess I'm not the biggest uh, spice guy. But I think there ain't, the way to do it is I think the only thumbs up I gave was the first one with the Saison. And that is, you know, keep your spices like in the cabinet spice range. Like you said, like it, they need to be in like the jazzy range of like, complexity in the, and there's a bright profile going on whereas like the black peppers are like heavy metal Drum you know like, bah, bah, bah. like i kind of that's not my thing i mean that might be your thing but for me i'm gonna you want to keep it like jazzy jordan that's I, I i that's a really good way of describing it and 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 when i'm when i when i was referencing the sweet and spicy like i'm really thinking other than that first pairing, because that was like a white pepper spice that you get out of that uh, out of that specific beer, and that uh, that cigar that we had had a very sweet profile, uh, the Buena Cosecha um, had a very sweet profile to it. <clears throat> so that is jazz hands. You got you have to stretch them. If your fingers don't hurt, you're not doing it right. <laughs> That's, oh wait, uh, guys, uh, the commenters have been saying. I think Randy, when we said that when we come back, it's going to be t- roasty, but we always come back. Out of a segment with a wild card. Mm, yes. Yeah, yeah. Wild card episode. Is that I, is that booked, Randy? Are we ready? I think to, uh, we are planning on that? doing the the mezcal one, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. So we we will. You are correct. In between the segments, even though we are taking a couple of weeks off, we will be coming back with wild card. Um, and yeah, we do have a fun pairing. Uh, we're waiting for a final confirmation. We're looking to to bring in a guest for Hey-o. the next wild card. We're really excited. Uh, uh, you know, we've we've looked into mezcal. A bit, you know, we 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 teased the idea of doing some tequila-driven uh, flavors, and so we we're, we're going to be a little bit off tequila and go with mezcal on the uh, on the wild card. But stay tuned. I'm sure Robbie's really excited about his uh, upcoming live announcement, where uh, where he will uh, unveil the actual pairing and make sure that uh, that everybody is ready to go for that wild card. You are correct. Yeah, so we're we're working on a uh, a mezcal pairing, as Randy said. We should have a guest uh, once that gets booked. We'll let you guys know exactly who that guest is, and what the pairing will be. I'm looking forward to that actually. Nope. Um, mezcal is is something that I've uh, I've dabbled in, got dipped my toe in, Randy, to go full circle to the feet thing. Um, but uh, I, it's been more with cocktails as opposed to drinking mezcal straight. Uh, so special guest Randy's liver is nicely done, <laughs> Craig Lee. Well done. Uh, so yeah, so we're looking forward to that. Um, it's I want to I want to dial it back uh, as we talk about when we're talking about spicy. I think, and it's maybe I'm just I'll speak for myself, but when when people say that a cigar is spicy, and we talked about this earlier, I personally assume that they're talking about a black pepper, a hot spice. They're not talking about cabinet spices um 
And I think it's the average smoker. And that's just with the experience that I've had in this industry over the last decade plus. Um, So when I say, when I'm talking about a sweet and spicy pairing, I'm I'm talking about a black pepper spice with a more sweet, uh, with a more sweet uh, side of things, much like the, uh, the double Ahero from LFD and the Dr. Pepper. I think that worked on a ton, a ton of levels. And that's the kind of, it's almost like an intro level pairing where it's so simple. It's mm-hmm. so easy uh, where you could just say, it's almost like, Randy, when we talked about uh, like a creamed coffee and a, uh, and a light Connecticut, it's such a simple pairing. It's so easy. It's so uh, obvious. Uh, obvious, yeah. It's, it's easy for, for anybody um, so, so to me, when I'm talking about that sweet and spicy, I just wanted to be clear because when we talk about spicy, it could mean it could like we, we could be red pepper, we could be uh, cardamom. Like we're talking about two very, very, very different flavors. Um, so, anyway, that's I just wanted to touch on that. But I want to real quick before we sign off the the thing that I brought up a little bit earlier about how. Some whiskeys, I've had a couple of whiskeys lately, this old Overholt uh, 11-year rye uh, being one of them. The other is, uh, and I I messaged you guys uh, in our private little chat group about uh, this whiskey when I got my hands on it, which was a 10-year-aged Basil Hayden's, and it was so smooth to the point where it's like, like I could chug it almost. Like like I don't want to think of a whiskey as crushable. You know, you talk about beer as Randy takes a sip of what I can only assume didn't uh, take a sip. is, uh, yeah, a gulp of a, 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 a looks double IPA-ish. Um, but how do you guys feel about a, a whiskey that maybe is, is aged, so it's got an age statement on it, but it's a little bit too smooth? Like, does that, have, have you experienced that at all? Well, this is more for the guys in Colorado. In bourbon, me, in bourbon, I'm honestly, I'm not looking for smooth. I'm not looking for smooth. Yeah, and rye. I'm not either. I think that's kind of my point. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm not looking for smooth and rye or bourbon. I'm looking for, I'm looking for the triple Lijero punch, Viscous. punch me in the face, thick mouthfeel, uh, syrupy, uh, that kind of stuff. I want to just take a tiny, tiny sip and then let it just explode. You know, like the flavors explode. So that's that to me. That's where bourbon and rye are the best. So what you're saying is, it's it's super smooth, sort of like a, almost like a Tennessee whiskey. It's not my style. Tennessee whiskey. Yeah, not my style. So so Tennessee. It's a great whiskey, song though. So Tennessee whiskey does have does that have a? a, a it's mellowed. It's more okay. They, so it's more mellow. They run it back that through like they they'll burn all the barrels into like a charcoal pile and like sift the whiskey back. Through that, which will mellow it out. Which mellows it. Huh. And interesting. And it, look, if if you are looking for like a Saturday when you're mowing your lawn and you know you're going to be drinking whiskey all day long, uh, a Tennessee whiskey can be the perfect thing for that because it's so mellow. So I can. There's a place for it, right? There is a place for Tennessee whiskey. I'm not saying like Tennessee whiskey is bad. I'm just saying you have to understand the place for Tennessee whiskey, which is. It's very mellow. It's going to be very drinkable. It's going to be hanging out with, with uh, the kids and the wife in the backyard while you're raking up leaves or whatever you're doing. That is typically not what I'm looking for, but there is a place for it. So you would, Randy, we could almost say like a Tennessee whiskey is more like a Pilsner. A Kentucky whiskey is more like an IPA. Yeah. If you really need to make a beer analogy, sure. 
<laughs> I'm just I'm trying to put it into context that that makes sense uh, to me. That's well, well, I I like the I like the uh, like point about the uh, the the carbon filtering of it, the charcoal filter uh, bed. Uh, we, we could talk uh, more about uh, carbon filtering in we general, how, how, it, now, how it softens. Maybe uh, we'll do a Jack start, Daniels episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been Ooh. we've been through that factory, so we could Ooh. we could talk about that at some point. It's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Future Actually, uh, barrel-proof uh, Jack Daniels is not bad, and neither it's is really the rye. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they hmm. do make the real high-end uh, Jack Daniels stuff, which is very good. So, real quick, as we we'll go round robin yeah. before we wrap this up, uh, and I'll start Jordan with you. Uh, what's your favorite rye? Since we're talking about rye, what's your favorite? Oh, best uh, rye is <clears throat> Thomas H. Handy Antique Collection. There's no question. It is by okay. far the best rye in the it, world. Let me, uh, let me let me rephrase then. Okay. Let's. What's what is the best rye? Maybe your best uh, rye that's always in your bar. Something that you can always oh, get your hands on. Readily available. Yeah, uh, readily available. Because I mean that's that's the kind of thing that if you find it at retail, you're doing a backflip. But uh, I'm talking about something that. That everybody watching this show, uh, more or less, can uh, access. Okay, so like twenty dollar range, it's this old Forester. Um, yeah, you, it's tough to beat, right? Yeah, it's really tough to beat. Forty dollar range, uh, you, you probably will it Family Reserve. There's a good Michter's yeah, rye. There's a good. I was Michter's gonna say, rye. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going Michter's. Uh, that yeah. that's my. I always have a bottle of Michter's right so here. Mick, that's, Michter's that's such is a like favorite. Michter's is between like forty and fifty bucks. So like, if you want to step it up a, a notch. You can do the Michter's rye, but I, I agree with Jordan. I almost prefer the Old Forester rye over the Michter's, so it's close. So if I'm going to spend fifty yeah, bucks, bottles I can get yeah, I can get two bottles right. of the Old Forester rye. Yeah, that's that's funny, I, Randy. I was going to say Michter's as well is one that's I know I can always find, and it's it's not like an everyday sipping one. It's a little bit right. nicer. Um, uh, Templeton rye that mm. checks in uh, probably around twenty five, twenty six bucks. Uh, is pretty good too. Um, just wanted to throw a couple out there for those. I think uh, some watching. people uh, really get into uh, Redemption uh, Rye. I, that's decent. Rittenhouse Rye is another one. Now Patrick's yeah, saying uh, Midwinter's Night Dram. That's not really in the spirit of what we're talking about, and I don't even think that's it's, that's a blend. Yeah, it, it is a blend. That's from um, oh crap, High West. It's High West. Uh, and he, I know he was sipping on that tonight. I almost had that tonight. That's, that's like an a, eighty dollar. Comes out like. If you can Once find a year, it, year, if you can yeah, find it. it's, it's super it's, good. It's eighty to hundred bucks retail if you can find it. Um, and my wife loves it. We have a couple of bottles. Uh, he said he was drinking Act Seven. I'm not sure. Uh, I guess every different year it's a different yeah. act since it's Midwinter Night's Dram. It's a very cool name. Um, but that is also barrel proof. It's uh, a well. Shakespeare reference. I don't know if you knew that or not. Oh, really? Now, <laughs> is it really? <laughs> if you wait, wait. It, wait. Who? <laughs> if you really, yeah, if you really like, if you really like that rye flavor, then you gotta like go to the whistle pig side of stuff because yeah. they like push the the rye, you know that 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 rye flavor to the extreme. So if you really like the rye, like you're a big rye guy, there's some really good uh, whistle pig stuff. That's another option. So whistle pig, what's like the base level whistle pig? Is the ten year? I think there's a six. There's a six. I think there's okay. a six. Oh, I'm um, thinking. I'm thinking bourbon. Yeah, I think there's a okay. six. So, 
Which checks in what like seventy bucks swaddle, eighty bucks? No, I don't. I think the I think the some of them are cheaper. I'm not really sure. I don't I don't really go that that route so much. But um, I don't think they get much cheaper than that. They're Kevin Kevin Acuff got some Boss Hog for his wedding, and that was super good. That's like ninety five dollar stuff. That's that's really. I haven't good. had that one. Yet. Yeah, I think that was a multi hundred dollar bottle. I was about maybe, to bring yeah, that maybe, up. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, that, that, it that, depends that was, if if you're connected like Kevin Acuff, Hall of Famer Kevin Acuff yeah. is connected. Randy, you're you're not in the Hall of Fame, so you were definitely not connected. <laughs> oh, um, man, that was that was that's like uh, I told a you, I that is like healed up and his, like, no, I got to slice it back open. I told you, I'm I'm feeling emo oh. today, emo. So I got you're my target. I apologize. <laughs> uh, but no, it's there's sad and, and oppressed. I, I didn't oppress you. Uh, so speaking of Hall of Fame, well, maybe that's more of a offline. No, that's that's an offline thing. We'll talk about it later. Um, so what's uh, boys? What do we have for uh, Smoke Night Live on Friday? So I've already had two guests turn me down uh, for Friday. Uh, I'll be there. So I, can, I, I have to figure out what <laughs> I'm doing um, Friday. So uh, and then next Friday uh, we'll be at TPE. Uh, but this particular Friday, I'm not really sure yet. Hopefully, I'll come up with something tomorrow. So e- emo pairing, I think. We just. <laughs> I mean, why not? You know, hey, I'll. I'll uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, EMO. I'll wear some. We've always got the old uh, name that tunes yeah, that we can bust out. So. We'll, we'll think of something for Friday. For you sure. have to have a so, really good connectivity for that one. No. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so quick. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys. It's all anyway. Friday, Friday will be fun. Uh, so as Randy said, we're, uh, we're taking a couple of weeks off, and we will be back. I will let you all know uh, once we get everything finalized for that first wild card episode. Uh, Randy, uh, perhaps on Saturday on the golf course, uh, as I'm beating you by at least six strokes this time, we will um, uh, we will finalize some pairings for Roasty. I like Roasty. it. I like it. Roasty. 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 Beautiful. Beautiful. Thanks again for... Oh, Randy, you have something else you want to say? Nope. I was... Gonna just, save. Just giving, just giving a piece out, throwing just deuces. It, Beautiful, throwing deuces. Thanks for uh, joining us, everybody. Looking forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks. Uh, again, don't forget to stay tuned. Next week, we're gonna have a lot of fun coverage coming from TPE. Absolutely, TPE is gonna be a blast. Randy, you're gonna enjoy it. Um, are, Eric, are you gonna put Randy on the red side of the carpet or the blue side? <laughs> I'm gonna keep him on the blue side. <laughs> keep him on the blue side. Keep on the blue side. Thanks Randy, you will. Uh, this is uh, this is a trade show. Like I'm gonna get known. Randy stoned. <laughs> if you're from California, you're automatically on the blue side of the carpet. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Absolutely. Our, our, our the red side of our carpet is uh, is is still blue. Uh, anyway, thanks everybody for tuning in. This was a lot of fun. Uh, checking out season three. We've wrapped up spicy. Uh, we've learned a little bit. Uh, we sipped on some really good uh, rye whiskey today. We smoked a very good cigar from our friends at Tatuaje. We'll catch you all in, what, three weeks from today, right, Randy? Um, but I'll be in touch uh, before then to let you all know what the next pairing is, and we'll let you know what the next uh, lineup is for uh, the next segment of season three. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. I mean to Randy, but don't follow my example. Do as I say, not as I do. We'll catch you all in three weeks as the Odyssey continues.
Thank you.